Hello, welcome to Peanut Butter and Jelly Shoes. My name is Caitlin. My name is Tiffany. Today we watched a very special show, an animated show called Inspector Gadget. We watched an episode called Monster Lake. That's right. It was from season one. I think it was episode three. It was episode two. Two? And we picked it literally based on the title Monster Lake. We did. And it's on YouTube, so if anybody wants to watch it, just go straight to YouTube immediately. Or you could buy it legally like a normal person. But it's on YouTube. YouTube's legal. Is it? Would you buy an epi- one episode of Inspector Gadget? You don't know my life. I might. I know you would say no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because I've been it. with you and we're like perusing through Amazon Prime and you'll see the movie you've been dying to I watch. Wanted, I wanted to buy that. It'll what be $1.99. But oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, what was I? I almost bought the first season of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for like $26. You almost, but you didn't. No, I didn't. Wait, next time. Next time. Um, so yeah, so this was called Monster Lake, and they, uh, it was a episode about Inspector Gadget. If you're not familiar, it was a show, I think it was either Japanese or very heavily Japanese influenced, the anime style. Yeah. And it was about this bumbling inspector for some sort of pseudo-government agency, I don't know what, and, um, he was a robot man. He was a robot man. Yeah, and he had, like, arms that shot out. He had, like, a cell phone into his hand. He had a lot. He would say, like, go, go, gadget, something. He'd be like, go, go, gadget, arms. And his arms would, like, extend, like, robotically or go, go, gadget, copter. And he would have, like, a helicopter blade pop out of his hat. Yeah. Like, weird stuff like that. He was a giant plot machine. And he had, um, he was in charge of um, his niece, Penny. Yeah, the circumstances from which he... It's so weird. He's the worst, as you said. Would you say? I don't know what I said. He's the worst guardian ever. Yeah, I don't understand how he's the guardian. Like, how is he able to legally care for a minor? What what is the situation with Penny? I want to watch the backstory of Penny. I'm very curious. I have a hunch that because this was 1983, (laughs) and as I have said before, I believe, uh, in the 80s, orphans were all the rage. Yeah, they were. They were the most trendy thing. Like, if your parents were dead, you were the coolest. Well, there was a whole school of orphans in Gem and the Holograms. That's, oh, God, yeah. And then, I mean, just, I mean, the list Little is endless. Little Orphan Annie, Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. Um, yeah. the, I remember all, go, all dogs go to heaven, orphan kids. Like, yeah. everyone was an orphan. It was, it was the thing. so hot. It was so hot. Like, so Penny, I think, was an orphan. Probably. And just, she had one living relative who happened to be an uncle. And she had a really smart dog named Brain. Yeah, because he had a big brain. He did. Probably. I mean, he could talk. I hate talking dogs in cartoons. Really? I really do. Like, you would think I would love Scooby-Doo, because I like mysteries and all that kind of stuff, but I hate it. Like, I can't get past Scooby-Doo's stupid voice. Like, anytime he talks, it makes me want to stab myself in the face. But, like, Scooby- But, like, what about, like, the Jetsons? Like, Astro, like, talks like- It still bothers me. Like, I don't like talking dogs. I'm sorry. It's okay. Did you like Ren and Stimpy? No, I thought it was gross. Oh, it was gross. Okay, because I would say Ren's a talking dog. He's a chihuahua. Yeah, but that's still a dog. It sure is, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I didn't like Brain. I don't. I don't like dogs that talk. Okay. Well. Well, he didn't. Well, he didn't really. Did he talk? He talked in the very beginning, like, and then he pretended like he couldn't talk for the rest of the episode. Okay, I got it now. Yeah. So in this episode, they go to Scotland. Yeah, they do. And they they run into Chief Quimby. Yeah. Who tells them that they're there to protect a professor who's doing research on the Loch Ness Monster. Wait, oh, I have so many issues with this, but yes. Yes. <laughs> so they're like, this 
they they described him as I, I wrote this down verbatim the world's leading scientist yeah but not in a specified field he's no, just the just, world's leading scientist he's just the world's leading scientist in whatever in science in science all of science and he happens to be investigating the Loch Ness Monster which because makes, that's very scientific why not it's a good use of time for the world's leading scientist. He could be, like, finding cures for diseases. But my favorite part was that they're driving, and by the way, the gadget mobile, I just realized watching this, is actually a DeLorean. It's, oh my god, you're right. It's shaped like a DeLorean. It is a DeLorean. And so, they're stopped by Chief Quimby, who always, like, his shtick, we both, like, you reminded me. I did. He is always dressed in disguise. Yes, whenever he comes to give a mission to Inspector Gadget, he's in a ridiculous disguise. In this instance, for whatever reason, the Gadget mobile was, like, stalled in a sheep field. Like, a field full of sheep. Scotland! That's yeah, just, just clearly. Sheep. And so, um, Chief Quimby shows up and he's dressed as a sheep. Yeah, like a full-on legit... Like, so he had been hanging out in a field of sheep just waiting. Which is pretty lucky, considering he didn't know that they were going to drive off course and, like, basically stall their car in the middle of an abandoned, like, field just right? full of sheep. And how did he know the flock of sheep was going to be in the middle of the road? Like, he didn't God, know I don't any know. of things. He's clearly smart. <laughs> clearly. So he knocks on the window and he's like, hey, I've got a message for you. You've got to protect the professor. Nothing like, oh, you got to find the professor. The professor's been kidnapped. Uh, whatever, like, who you're protecting him from. Just like, hey, see this old man? Protect him. Bye. And you're like, wait, and what? I, oh, <laughs> they, did, they did give a picture. I was about to say they didn't even know what he looked like, but they did give a picture. And it was, like, very clearly he was animated to look like Albert Einstein. Oh, yeah. For sure. And <laughs> he did. <laughs> so they, they have the other running joke that we both remembered, like, as soon as it started happening, was uh, Chief Quimby gives him the note, and yeah. he's like, this will self-destruct. And so Inspector Gad just looking at it, and then he throws it out the window, and Caitlin and I were both like, oh my god, remember how every time he throws it out of the window, it somehow explodes on Chief Quimby. That's right. And it did. It did. And it's just a piece of paper, and somehow it, it self-destructs, but then the explosion is literally just Chief Quimby covered in black soot. And yeah, he never dies from this explosion. He should have died, like, a lot. I feel like the paper landed, like, on his chest. Yeah, and it's like a bomb went off, and they just the uh, the wave, the sound wave impact or whatever would have killed him. But you would think you would think this this show's not very scientifically African. <laughs> Did you say African? <laughs> a little Caitlin. scientifically <laughs> accurate. <laughs> okay, I'll do a little sidebar while Caitlin recovers from that really awkward slip. Um, it always bothered me, and I pointed this out to Caitlin how. Inspector Gadget and Penny were animated kind of differently. Like, Inspector Gadget was much more cartoonish. Mm -hmm. Like, he had the very exaggerated nose and chin and, like, just strange features. And then Penny's face was very human. Like, made to look human. Like, you know, quote-unquote regular-shaped human eyes and nose and whatever. She It it bothered me. They looked so different. It's true. It's like, yeah, like, a lot of cartoons do that, I feel like. They'll have, like, the... The people that are, like, normal-looking, like, the leads, generally. And then, like, the side characters look like monsters. Yeah, he did kind of look like a monster. He did look like a monster, yeah. But he wasn't. Speaking of monsters, the main villain in Inspector Gadget is Dr. Claw. Yeah. Remember who he works for? No. MAD. I don't know. Do we learn what MAD stands for? It's like M-A-D. It's an acronym Well, I know how to spell MAD. Do you want me to leave? You want to just get up and go? 
Because <laughs> I will. I will leave. <laughs> don't. We need you. So anyway, this guy, I, I don't know. I feel like they do reveal what MAD stands for. I think they do. But I don't remember what it is. No. And you never see him. I don't think they ever reveal who he is. Right. You only see a claw. Like, his arm, it looks like a gauntlet. Like, the metal, you know, gauntlet. Right. And he, um, he's always trying to kill Inspector Gadget. And he has a sidekick that's a cat. Yeah, he does. What's the cat's name? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember either. That's but awesome. his voice, like, still to this day kind of creeps me out. Dr. Claw's voice. It is. It's, like, really long and really, like, just sinister. It's like a, it's like a wet voice. You know what I mean? Like he whenever he laughs it sounds like real phlegmy and yeah. it's really disturbing. I don't I don't care for it. I'm really desperately trying to look to see what I know she's just leaving it. me like flailing I'm so in the sorry. wind over Okay, here. so but one thing we noticed right away that you said was that Penny okay, so the joke of the show is that Inspector Gadget is like this robot, he can do all these things, like he can fly, he can like extend his arms crazy, but he's just a hapless moron. He's like, a human disaster. He is a human disaster. He is a hot mess. And he can't do anything. And it's really Penny and Brain, the dog, who are the ones that actually figure everything out. And they f- they always follow Inspector Gadget to make, to make sure, sure he doesn't, he doesn't kill. To make sure he doesn't kill himself. And it's always like they they always are the ones that do all the hard work, and Inspector Gadget gets all the credit because he's an adult, because he's a man. But they don't <laughs> they don't try to get the credit. No, they don't because they're children. They're like it's a dog and a child. But you know who I, th- uh, for whatever reason, watching this. That Inspector Gadget reminded me of. Who? Rodney Dangerfield. Wait, how? Because he is hapless and everything that can possibly go wrong goes wrong to him. And something in the way that his voice was reminded me of Rodney Dangerfield. I didn't... That never would have occurred to me. (laughs) Yeah. It's different because he doesn't... He's not self-aware that he's terrible. Like Rodney Dangerfield, you know? That was like his whole shtick. But uh, something about his personality really reminded me of it. I get it. He's kind of just like, hey, I'm going to hit that button. Oh, no. Yeah, like, like, he didn't think anything through, and everything that could have gone wrong always went wrong around him. That's interesting. That's an interesting analogy. I can see it. I never would have thought of it, but I can see it. Well, so, yeah, so he gets this message from Chief Quimby, and it's about protecting this professor. Right. And so they go to the, they drive to the lake, the Loch Ness Lake, and there's a, a robot Loch Ness monster in the lake being controlled by Dr. Claw. Right. Which Brain notices right away, but they, for some reason, both Penny and Inspector Gadget don't notice a giant monster head stuck out of the lake and is following their car. Like, they're both like, call it, shut up, Brain. And it's clearly a, a robot. Like, there's no way it's it's human. Like, it's got metal plates. Like, it doesn't have scales or skin. It's no. clearly, like, you know, soldered together. Yeah, and it's, like, creaky, and it's, like, it just looks like a metal thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not until, like, towards the end of the episode they realize it's an Spoiler. actual robot. Spoiler! No, you're not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Penny is coordinating. She Okay, this show is really ahead of its time, because she clearly has, like, a GPS on her watch. She she's, has like, an Apple Apple watch. She totally has an Apple watch, and she's, like, pointing this thing on the watch, and she's like, okay, let's figure out the, the estimated time of arrival, blah, 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 and she's, like, tweaking it out on the watch. And going crazy, and then it's just well, cool. And then I like how Inspector Gadget was like, "Eh, the GPS will take us there." And it was so accurate to like how people have react to GPS now. He like leans back and takes a nap, and he's like, "We're fine. Like your watch is taking us there." And they're like flying off a cliff. <laughs> Do you think that this was Steve Jobs' favorite show? If it wasn't Steve Jobs' favorite show, I would be shocked. 
I mean, I feel like she had an Apple Watch. She totally did have an Apple Watch. I mean, she just clicked a few buttons and she was like, okay, I got her directions. Like, I mean, who does that? Apple Watch. And this was 1983, so this is way ahead of its time. It really was way ahead of its time. And she also had, like, a whole uh, sonar computer. Yeah. Like, she had a computer that, like, read underwater sonar. And it broke at one point, and she's like, oh, let me just fix it. And then she, like, booped it together. And she's like, I made it better than before. It's better. She's, like, ten. She's great. Kids know technology. She's (laughs) She's probably running Apple as we speak. Maybe. Yeah, so I love that. Um, and then, my, okay, so then after they are being tracked, so they, they finally notice the Loch Ness Monster. Well, it, Penny does. Penny notices it. Brain is known all along because he's the smartest out of the three. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, so Inspector Gadget goes off to look for the professor. And he's like, you stay here, Penny and Brain. And then Penny, as always, tells Brain, follow Inspector Gadget around and make sure he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. And it's like, make sure he doesn't recognize you, for whatever reason. And he puts on, so so that his owner doesn't recognize him. He puts on a kilt? He puts on a kilt. He puts on, First he puts on a pair of glasses mm-hmm. and a mustache. It was great. It's a dog! Like, can you imagine? So Tiffany has a dog named Lucy. I do. Can you imagine if Lucy was, like, walking behind you with a little glass, like, a pair of glasses and a mustache? And you would just be like... Hello, sir. How are you today? Like you, like... that would be the best day of my life if I turned around and found out that my dog somehow figured out how to wear disguises. I would never leave the house. He doesn't notice that that's his dog. Well, and then there's a point where Brain is hiding in the bushes, and Gadget deploys his GoGo Gadget camera to take a picture of who's following him in the bushes. Mm-hmm. It's a Polaroid. He gets the picture developed. It's clearly his dog, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's the monster!" Well, not only that, he takes a picture of this so-called monster in the bush, mm-hmm. and he then realizes, he goes, oh my god, that must be the thing that's attacking the professor. And instead of confronting the monster that he knows is in the bush next to him, he mm-hmm. gets in his car and drives away. And he's like, I gotta warn the professor. Like, why don't you just kidnap, why don't you just apprehend the monster that's ten feet from you? And no, he just doesn't. And he doesn't even know where the professor is. Like, in his mind... He thinks that the professor has sought higher ground because there's a, a monster in the lake. Right. So he's looking in the treetops to find this professor because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and they're surrounding, they're in a forest that's surrounding a lake. Like he's literally, there's... he spends like three minutes just being a crazy man yelling at trees. Yeah, and he's like, th- there's thousands of trees. And he's like, hmm, he must have sought higher ground. He must be in the tree I am standing underneath. And, like, goes up into it and looks... It's, like, it's so stupid. It's really stupid. He ends up, like, eventually tracking down... Tracking down the uh, robot, which he still doesn't realize is a robot, because he's picking up oh, trash. God. Right? Remember that? He's, like, picking up trash. Yeah. And he's like, where's a trash can? Here we go. And it was the robot's mouth. It's a giant oh robot face. With, like, giant teeth. Imagine... It's clearly not a trash can. Imagine a robotic dragon with a head that's ten feet wide... And its mouth is open with teeth and whatever. And you're like, oh, look, here's a trash can. Like, what? Well, he's an idiot. Oh, God. He ends up getting swallowed. Yeah, but he doesn't realize he's getting swallowed. He walks into it, and he the thing rises 100 feet into the sky, shakes around, and he's like, huh, maybe that's an earthquake. Like, oh, my God, he was so stupid. I just wanted to, like, throw things against the wall. I'm glad you didn't. Thank you. 
So yeah, he gets swallowed, he finds the professor, and then he's like, I'm going to save you by just doing a few things like fixing this computer and doing this and doing that. And everything he touches breaks and makes everything more complicated. Yeah. He ruins it all, really. And then, by the way, so what is Dr. Claw's... Like, so he's just... He's Dr. Claw has created a fake Loch Ness monster. By the way, Dr. Claw is in a thing in the middle of the lake. Just for some reason, he anticipated that Inspector Gadget was going to come to this to Loch Ness. I think he kidnaps the professor in order to oh, have him show up. Good point. That's correct. I don't know if we ever learn the history of why they want why he wants to kill Inspector Gadget. Why did he build a giant Loch Ness monster thing like? And why did he kidnap the professor? Well, Mad's probably got a pretty big budget. Okay, can I tell you something real quick? What? So, can I tell everyone something real did quick? Did you find out what Mad stands for? Okay, here's the thing. Mad, it was never defined what it meant. Interesting. So, there's two possible answers. Okay. Malevolent, agency of destruction. I don't like that. Or mean and dirty. I like that a little <laughs> bit more. That's like that's there's they never I'm defined they it. They never use the word doom. 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 I mean, maybe they should have, but they didn't. Hmm. Uh, ministers. No. At dawn. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No, I don't like that. I don't like that either. Okay, well, that we know that it didn't mean anything. No, it didn't. Which is sad. I'm sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. So he's been swallowed. He's trying to save the professor. He can't do it. Here comes Penny to save the day. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. She figured everything out. She comes in. I don't remember what she did. What she did. She, like, she climbed a tree with Brain and was like, we have to get inside the head and do, like, do some this or that. I don't know what it was. It was some mechanical terminology she had. And they so they, like, flung themselves from this tree and landed on the head of this robot and found a trap door and shimmied on down, and she, like, hit, like, a sequence of buttons that shut down the robot, and then they left and escaped, and everything was fine. Great. That's, yeah, like, my my favorite, (laughs) though, was you said you were making fun of the way, you hated the way Penny talks. Oh, my God. She talked like a very exaggerated Disney Channel character. Yeah, she did. Like, she went to the Disney School of Acting. Yeah, she you did. You can probably you can do a really good example, probably. She was like, "Whoa, Professor Gadget, we need to get out of here right away!" Like for that everything. Really, that was really good. It was super. Thank you. That was really. good. I should I go to it. Disney acting school. You don't need to. I don't think. Oh my god! Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, but like everything nice. she said was so exaggerated and so enunciated, and it it was t- it was like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. It was really ridiculous. Well, I my favorite though is I wrote down the um the professor's voice. Yeah. I don't even, I can't even imitate how he sounded. I bet you can try. Um, I said he sounds like a fusion of the caterpillar from uh, Alice in Wonderland uh-huh. and Christoph Waltz. <laughs> he was like, oh, per, for, uh, Inspector Gadget, uh, what are you doing? Oh, that's not uh, what we should be doing. Like, he sounded, it was like weird. It was like, I totally like heard Christoph Waltz in his voice. It was like slightly German. But, like, not really. What if they remade a new Inspector Gadget movie and cast Christoph Waltz? Like, they remade He should be Dr. Claw! Because in the movie from 1999, starring Matthew Broderick as Inspector Gadget, and it was, um... Oh, gosh. I'm blanking right now. I never saw the movies. 
Well, I saw the movie because my roommate made me watch it, and it was, um, God, that, that British actor that played Dr. Claw. Oh, just that one British actor? No, he was there's, really, like, one British actor. The guy, he was from, um, My Best Friend's Wedding. Rupert? Rupert Everett? Yes, he played Dr. Claw. Oh, weird. Yeah, it was really weird. It was, huh. I didn't like it. And then Penny was, um, the, the girl. I like this game. Give the, me some really obtuse clues. From, she was in Buffy. Michelle Trachtenberg? Yes, she was Nailed Penny. It. She was also in The Adventures of Pete and Pete. And she was also in uh, Harriet the Spy. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. She was in Sleepy Hollow this season too. Yes, she was. I didn't she was like Abigail Adams. I didn't like her turn though. Well, you know how I feel about the Adams. Their miniseries is boring. Are you are you kidding? I love No, I'm not kidding. I love John Adams miniseries. Well, good, I'm glad you liked it. I, I thought didn't. it was so good and I would watch it again right now. I will leave if you turn it on. No, I don't have it with me. Oh, good, because I would leave. Because I, I, it was boring. It was not boring. It was super boring. Oh my god. Well, we'll agree to disagree on this one, because I, I thought it was fantastic, <laughs> and I thought it was so... I'm glad you liked it. They made it for someone, and it was you. Yes! It was not for me. How? Oh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You're surprised I thought it was boring? Yes! I, I thought it was fantastic. In fact, I had to hide. I had to run out of the room several times because I thought it was so graphic. What? Are you kidding? Like, oh my god, they tar and feather a guy. Yes. Then they do a fucking, uh, like, early t- 19th century version of a, um, what do you call it when you cut off your boob? Mastectomy? Yes. Oh. I <laughs> must have quit watching it at that point. Oh, no, because they had a scene where the daughter had breast cancer and they just, like, took a big fucking Sith and just sliced her boob off. The whole thing. Like, it was very graphic. Like, it was... It's still... Everything you're telling me doesn't make me go, oh, God, I wish I would have kept watching it. But anyway... The smallpox vaccination scene. It was, like, really creepy. I just... I'm sorry. I just couldn't get into oh, it. I'm so, okay, well... I tried. I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. I've heard good things. And I watched, like, the first episode and thought it was a total snooze fest. I'm sorry. I'm really into the Revolutionary War. Well, that's awesome. I'm not. Okay. Well, then, I can understand why you wouldn't be into it, then. <laughs> Anywho. Back to Inspector Gadget. I guess. I don't know. Like, for me, I don't feel like this held up at all. Oh, yeah? Like, I I enjoyed watching it out of the nostalgia value, and and I really liked singing the theme song at the beginning and the end, because I sang along. You you said it was one of the catchiest of all time. I do. I think it's got to be in, like, the top five, like, catchiest cartoon theme songs of all time. Right. What are the other four? Um, let's see. Inspector Gadget... Uh, DuckTales. Yeah. Gummy Bears. Yeah. Um, well, you really put me on the spot, because five is just such an arbitrary number. Okay, so that's three. I don't know. What are a couple other really, really... Uh, I'm trying to think of... Does it have to have lyrics? Captain Planet, for me. Yeah, Captain Planet was a good one. Yeah, it has to have lyrics, like something you can sing along to. Oh, um, Tailspin had a great theme song. I don't remember that one. It was like, oh, Tailspin, oh, Tailspin. I remembered it, but da, I wanted da, to hear you da, sing da, it. Da, da, da. No. Another <laughs> tailspin. Yeah, no, it was like a thing. I still remember. I haven't, literally haven't watched the show since I was like eight, and I remember that theme song. I also like the Tiny Toons theme song. And oh, Animaniacs. that was great. Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. I think the Tiny Toons theme song, I will say, while I enjoyed Animaniacs more as a whole, yeah. the Tiny Toons theme song, I think, was better. It was really good. We're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony, and in the cartoony, we're invading your TV. And then, that's all we're gonna do because yeah, it just got yeah. real embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, so I was really excited to sing the the theme song 
for the opening and closing credits. Yeah, but right. everything in the middle, I was just kind of rolling my eyes like, oh my god, I was so easily entertained as a child. Yeah. I just, I don't get it. it like, made I no don't sense. get the show. No, it made no sense. Like, I don't understand what it was supposed to appeal to. And then you think about, like, it's one thing to watch a, a show and you're like, oh, it's a kid's cartoon, whatever. But then you look at it and you go, there was a whole crew of people that worked on this show. Yeah, like hundreds of people. There was a ton of people that animated the show, did the mm-hmm. voice work, that wrote the script, did all of this stuff. And then, like, they were like, yep, that's perfect. Like, that's all we need. Like, it just it just didn't make sense. Like, I wonder if they thought it was supposed to be empowering to children because it was, like, an idiot adult that was saved by a kid. Right. Over and over again. And the kid was smart and the adults were stupid. That could have been it. Maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, I feel like, for me, I would give it, like, a five. Yeah. I think that's fair. I did, like, I think probably maybe at the time having, like, a girl computer genius character was, like, novel. That was cool. And so she's, like, the one that controls everything. She's, like, the actual person who's behind... She's pulling all the strings. Well, I have to say, like, and little mental note I made is that you were just losing your damn mind through most of this. You were laughing through almost the entire thing. No, I had a Because I literally have not watched this show since I was maybe, like, seven. Yeah, probably the same for me. And I was, like, giddy because it was so... I just had all these weird little flashes of memories that I was like, oh, I forgot about that. And yes, there it is. It was so over the top. It was great. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was... <laughs> I can't even, like, ironically say it was great. It was so stupid. Inspector, you want to punch Inspector Gadget in the face this whole time. Um, because he's just such a moron. He's like, drives his car underwater into a lake, and he's like, it's raining! Like, oh my god, you drove into a lake. You are going to drown to death. Like... Was the movie that bad? Like, the live-action movie, too? It was worse. Like... Really? The I watched the live-action movie not on purpose. I watched it because I had a roommate that liked it, and he was watching it, and so I just was like, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna sit down and watch it with you. And... It was the so the the cartoon actually like is seems self consciously like this is a cartoon, whereas the live action movie was like trying to play it serious. Like it was like this is oh my god the stakes are actually high. Like oh my god like Doctor Claw might take over the city and like it plays it's so serious. I like how the story evolved from the first time I heard it to where Petter was watching it and you were making fun of him to your roommate was watching it and then you sat down and watched it with him. Yeah, no, that's literally what happened. Well, the first time you left out the part that you sat down and watched it with him. Well, how do you think I could be able to describe... No, because it was on TV and I sat down and I was like, we can put on anything. And he's like, no, we don't have to put on anything. And Or he was like, yeah, this is fine. I don't care. And there's no way you, like, accidentally stumble on that. It's not like he was typing Oh, no, in. he, like, he, like, I came home from work, and he was in the middle of watching it. It was probably, he was probably maybe a half hour in, but I got the gist of it. And I was, like, in the kitchen, because you know my old house. Yeah, like, yeah. So th- I could see what was happening, so I was making myself dinner, you and then I sat. had an open sa- floor plan. I had an open floor plan. And so you could see, like, the TV from the kitchen, and I was making myself dinner. Well, my, my point is, like, he had to actively have searched Inspector Gadget. No, I think it was it's just not on- like he, it's not like he could have. Oh, it wasn't on Netflix. No, no, no it wasn't on Netflix. Oh, it was just. It was, it was on like, like a random network. There's no way he could accidentally type in a word and inspect. No, it was come on a network, and he okay. was flipping through channels, and it like came on, and he just clicked it and just decided to watch it. And I just had been watching it, and I kept. 
I remember saying, like, we can change the channel any time, you know. He was like, no, 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 this is fine. And I guess he thought it was really funny, but it was not funny. It was bad. You know what else was really interesting about this is when we were when we were trying to find an episode to watch, I remembered this being on all of the time mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Like, I thought this show had seasons and seasons and seasons. It was on for two seasons. Yeah. And that's it. But we did see that we looked at season one and it had, like, 35 episodes. That's true. And it was weird, too, because normally I'm used to the cartoons from my childhood. Like, a half-hour show had two episodes. Like, yeah. two little 10, 11-minute segments. This was the full 22 minutes. Yeah, it was a full 22. For one story. Yeah, which didn't need it, frankly. No, I think it made it worse. Like, if they would have cut it shorter, it might have been better. It would have been better if they had condensed it. There was a lot yeah. of randomness. Um, but, yeah, I think... Yeah, it was it was interesting that it was a twenty two minute long episode. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel like that's not common for an animated show. So, would you recommend people watch it? No. <laughs> well, I, I hear, but here's why. Like that sounded really harsh, but like if you watched the show in your childhood and you enjoyed it, I don't recommend you watch it again because a lot of them, like that we, a lot of these shows that we will watch that we liked when we were kids, we can still appreciate them or we still enjoy them. But this one for me, like it tarnished it a little bit in my Aww. head. Because I remembered it so differently, and I remembered it being so clever and funny and whatever, and I just thought it was kind of depressing that that's something that I found amusing when I was, like, three years old. That's fair. You know, so I feel like if you liked it as a kid, you should keep that happy memory and Aww. don't don't rewatch it. Okay. What, would you recommend it? I would suggest you watch, like, one episode of it if you... Because like, it's just seeing all the little things like Professor Quimby and the explosion and Dr. Claw's voice and, like, hearing all... Like, it made me happy. As you, as you said, I was smiling the whole time. Yeah. Like, it made me happy. But, like, you know, if you don't want to watch it, just, just... I mean, you don't have to. But I would say watch one episode. And if you watch an episode, make sure you have a strong drink. Yes. Drink every time he says wowzers. You're not going to lie. I had some alcohol during the episode. You did? You just kidding, I did You too. served it to me. I did serve it to you. We, we've had some drinks. Yeah. That's so how we got through it. It made it more fun. But yeah, overall, not my favorite thing we've watched. Yeah, I can see that. But I'm still happy that we're hanging out. Me too. Oh. All right. I think that's all yeah. that I have to say about it. So um, do you have anything else? Just follow us on Twitter. Yeah, we're at Nostalgia Killer. At Nostalgia Killer. And you should follow Caitlin, because she's pretty hilarious. She tweets very punny things. I like puns. She's uh, at Defosaurus underscore Rex. Right, Defosaurus Rex. And then Tiffany is at T underscore... No. No, just T-Solia. You don't know me at all. T-Solia. There it is. That's it. S-O-L-I-A-H. Yeah, that's fine. T-S-O-L-I-A-H. Yeah, you did it. Okay, thanks. I was just giving you shit. You're the worst. You're the best. But you're the best. (laughs) So thanks for listening. Thanks. We'll, We'll see you guys next time. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye.